day, probably July 22. Says, yeah, you're right. July 7, 2022. No. Is it not? July 7th, yeah, it's not right. July 22. Yeah. No. It, it is July 2022. He's right. Yeah. Sort of. I'm right on all counts. This is Bobzilla. He's technically correct. Wow. And I don't know why I said Paulzilla. I, I said Paulzilla. <laughs> God bless America. What was uh, it you did last week? The pop pod pod pop pod 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 power wheels. <laughs> this is After oh. Dark here on the Podzilla 1985 Network. My name is Shannon Young. I want to give a shout out to everybody, all the new listeners out there. Christy, if you're listening, hey, shout out to you. Long story. Uh, new fan, and I love it. And uh, here we're going to do some comedy, probably. We're going to talk about some sex offenders. With me, of course, Jesse Kimball. Hey, that's who I am. Not a sex offender, for the record. Also <laughs> with us tonight, Lindsay. <laughs> So I learned I like today that I am officially an aunt, but I have not been told my nephew's name yet. So. Jacob. <laughs> Again, I, I really posited Untitled Child Project, and I really think that's <laughs> worth considering, honestly. And Double H is here with us. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch is music for divorced Six. cops. I'm never uh, going to stop saying it. Hopefully coming on a little bit later, Shelby Chan, who is uh, currently unavailable, but hopefully she'll pop in on the show sometime. Uh, Hunter, let's let's start it off. Um, we've got an update on a story we talked about last <laughs> night on PW. I kind of wish we didn't, because I feel like it can't be good. It's not. There's no way that the pendulum swings back the right direction and stays there. There's no way. No. Uh, so, really quick, for, for <laughs> no. those... For, All right. Good to know. I know you just explained it, but really quick... So we talked about the Buff Bagwell uh, situation last night and his Twitter and his social yeah. media. Give, Please give our listeners who may not have heard it last night just a very quick rundown. All right. The short version of it is this. Buff Bagwell was a popular wrestler, popular in quotes, uh, in WCW in the 90s. Um, he looks like the kind of guy who you would think would be on the wrong side of history, I think is a good way of putting it. Um, and and for a very brief moment earlier this year, it was thought that wasn't the case. His social media started blowing up with this buff is for everybody stuff that he was uh, in support of all sorts of people from every you know walk of life. Only it turns out that's not the case. He had a social media manager yes. who was saying all these things for him. And when yes. he found out uh, the very exactly as you expected, Buff Bagwell then fired that guy. Yes. And we talked about this last night on the show. I have an update and it is not good. Um, Never is. <laughs> I'm just going to read this straight from uh, 411mania.com, which, of course, the best wrestling news site. If no, yes. for, if for no other reason is it doesn't have a million fucking ads on it like PW Insider. So yeah, Buff yeah, Bag. This, this is straight from them. Buff Bagwell's social media account manager quit following a series of controversies, and Bagwell has posted a new video addressing the situation. It was revealed yesterday that Bagwell's account had been operated by Michael Long, who announced on social media that he is no longer doing so due to a variety of reasons. Long noted that quote, "Though I was posting for Buff, it was my beliefs and opinions being tweeted." Here's where it gets dicey. The news coincided with new reports that Long was scamming fans with merchandise related to Bagwell, and it was revealed that Long is a registered sex offender in the state of Ohio. Oh, well, oh no. There it is. <sighs> That's, there you go. That's a real bummer. Yep. Yeah, because so, there was a pretty clear-cut right and wrong in this story for a long time there. Uh, and no longer is the sounds of it 24 hours. I was going to say now it's now it still is only everyone's on the wrong side. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, that's well, unfortunate. Especially with like the, like that really just feeds into that bullshit ass narrative of like every person in like the LGBTQ crowd is a pedophile. Right. Yeah. And like, oh, that's, that's a, uh, that's that unfortunate. Great. That's great. not what you want to hear. No, like I, I do kind of like the idea of him scamming Buff Bagwell's fans. Right. Um, like that amuses me. That's pretty like, great. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's some schadenfreude. Uh, it, it, like it's kind of like the when the tea party uh, turned out to be like one big ass like Ponzi scheme or whatever. Yeah. Like they just stole all their supporters' money and like that. That's the don't tread on me, folks. So, um, <laughs> just thinking of the Michael Scott bit of it's not a, it's not a pyramid scheme. Look, let me draw it out for you. <laughs> and then Jim just going up and highlighting it with the triangle because <laughs> he, he, he just draws the <laughs> lines. Yeah, he just connects the dots for him. <laughs> uh, so this okay. goes on. This goes on. I want to mention this part. So Buff Bagwell tweeted about or he did a video and he said another people uh, thing people seem to be very upset about as as you know uh, how much is coming out of my social media actually is my heart and my soul that's coming out and it really bothers me because I do have a team and we talk about it and we go over it but there's also times in life where you know I may we may not get together we may miss tracks I might be out of town I'm a huge part of my social media and I love interaction that I had with everybody there um, another thing that's been going on has been said is about the LGBTQ community and you know whether I support that or not that's been a big question because I'm learning this just like you know my fans that loved it when they were helping me the fans out there knew they were teaching me and helping me and that was part of the Uncle Buff and the is this buff approved and wholesome buff and all that stuff and I was having so much fun going over with everybody. I'm learning this. You gotta realize I'm learning this myself. So you know, do I support it? I support anybody that's happy in their lives and that's the idea of what we were talking about. You know, when we came out with the shirt, Buff is for everyone, that is Buff is for everyone that is for themselves. For me, anybody that believes in themselves, I'm for and that's what we're trying to say. So to me, that very much sounds like I really probably don't support it but I'm gonna twist it just enough where it sounds like like I do, yeah, yeah. This, I don't, this is I, thing I, you guys bought people, a shirt, so like I want to. Uh, yeah, no I would like going. you to keep giving me money. How how often do we hear this story of all I want you to do is unequivocally say I do denounce this thing or I I do support this thing, and they cannot do it. No one who is even remotely questionable about that cannot say yes or no. The answer to that will always be. Well, I and there's some little bullshit. Oh, I support anyone who supports themselves. The hell does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it, it's, it means it's nothing. It's, it's basically him. Like, it's 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 giving those people just enough so that they'll keep buying merchandise sure. while also not alienating all of his likely the majority of his fans I that mean, are that's, very that's anti. One on one, man. That's exactly. Just- yeah. Like he's he's playing both sides. Expand your base. Well, d- Jesse, don't <laughs> well, say don't it. Don't say that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so that I yeah. always come out on top. Right. Uh, uh, so un- that's yeah, that was the, an unfortunate you know, the- update on Buff Bagwell. Because yeah, that was the same thing like Trump had going with like the white supremacists. Like it was that same situation. Like, do right. you I denounce- will not denounce them. No, of course not. No. <laughs> Do do I support the LGBT community? I support anyone that's that's for themselves. What does that ah. mean, Buff Bagwell? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, but uh, you know, Buff did not make our motherfucker of the week this week. Jesse, do you want to know who our motherfucker of the week this week is? I absolutely do. Who do you got? Once again, and I think we're gonna just—I think we might have to retire her after this one because she's at that Trump level. Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
Uh, what what would she do? Delicious. This time. She uh, suggested that, hear this, hear me out, that the Highland Park shooting was orchestrated by the Democrats as part of an effort to convince Republicans to support gun control measures. She said, uh, two shootings on July 4th, one in a rich white neighborhood and another at a fireworks display. It almost sounds like it's designed to persuade Republicans to go with more gun control. Because as we all know, all Republicans are rich white people who love fireworks. All Republicans, almost no Republicans are rich white people. They're the poor sister fucking three teeth motherfuckers in Arkansas. That's not true. (laughs) Most rich white people are Republican. Most rich most. Or white people are Republican. Most rich white people are in it for themselves. I don't think they have Republican. They're like Trump. They're not really Republicans, but they check that box because of all the tax cuts. You know what I mean? Now, yeah, that's that's why they're Republicans. But the poor like, people, they believe in it, and they're the ones being fucking suckered and taken to the well, fucking cleaner. Well, yeah, that's because you know it's, it'll trickle down. Like the the rich people want them to vote Republican, so they vote Republican in hopes that like the rich people will just piss you know, money on them. Jesse. And, Jesse. and it's, it's a different kind of trickle I mean, that they're looking for. I mean, piss on them, but that's about <laughs> it. Jesse, I almost spit my my drink out. Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that again. Uh, she went on to say, again, it almost sounds like it's designed to persuade Republicans to go against, uh, to a lot more gun control. We didn't see that happen at all in the pride parades in June, but as soon as we hit, and she calls it this, MAGA month, the month that we're all celebrating loving our country, we have shootings on July 4th. Uh, oh, July is mega month. Shove those hats down all of their throats. And and uh, she's oh. also saying that the guy that and I'm not going to say his name, but the guy that did the shooting that killed seven people and wounded like thirty, that he is not a Trump supporter, despite the fact he showed up to Trump rallies and posted all this weird shit online. That he's actually a Democrat who follows Kamala Harris, who uh, is a fan of Joe Biden. Therefore, this is a giant setup. And when someone said, oh, my God, your conspiracy theories are fucking nuts. Please go to hell. She said, that sounds like a conspiracy theory, right? Of course. Well, what's the definition of a right-wing conspiracy theory? It's the news that's just six months early. It's not. It's not. And she also said she's thinking of running for president. You mean the Fox News? And, um. and somebody, like, I saw somebody today said that she should run. She should. Because she's smarter than Trump or DeSantis. That's Al- Alex Jones said he. She's smarter yeah. and and uh, and more attractive than both of them. I didn't them. want to say his name because boy, because if you're gonna have someone, like if you're gonna have someone backing you, fucking Alex Jones, man, that's king. That's king dick right there. <laughs> uh, see, I also heard from uh, Laura Ingram that uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Jesse like, again. Be, stop. Well, spit be, drink out. <laughs> cannot possibly be a Republican because dude was a pothead. Like, yeah, what Republican smokes they, pot? That's not a thing. God yeah. damn it. No way. <laughs> and, no way. and the reason he did it was because he smoked pot. All these guys that are shooting people, all potheads. That's what Laura Ingram tells me. Do you, oh do you remember the time? <laughs> I'm dropping happier, funnier things I can't. the text, do by you, the way. Do you remember the time Laura Ingram had... Of uh, Tom Shibelion, aka Tommy Smokes, the vape god, on her show. <laughs> he does the he does the tricks, right? 
He does the loops with the vein. Oh my god! Did Laura Ingram also have uh, "Birds Are Not Real" guy on her show? One of the, at least that is like a weird thing that a fucking conservative dick like her would would believe. But having fucking Tommy Smokes on there to to chuck those clouds, his drip is on point. <laughs> like was the most embarrassing fucking thing I've ever seen on on. And that's saying something because we're talking about Fox News. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, no, nothing I'm that Laura Ingram has done has been as embarrassing as. Literally anything Tucker Carlson throws out on there. <laughs> well, to be fair, Tucker Carlson never had Tommy Smokes the Vape God on there. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh. I love the, the parody of Carlson that's on uh, The Boys. The guy who is the main anchor for Vaught News. That's pretty great. Unspectacular. Uh, All right, it's time to play everyone's favorite game. Where is Tanner coming to from today? <laughs> He's muted. I can't hear him. Tanner, you're muted. The dining room. Joining us live from the dining I room. I see a ceiling fan. The man himself. <laughs> T- nope, he's gone. Nope, there he is. Tanner Cowboy. And, 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 and he's muted again. All right. Tanner, uh, oh, featuring Lily. All right. Tanner, you just missed our discussion about Marjorie Taylor Greene and Buff Bagwell. Uh, you didn't miss much. It's okay. Anyway. so I'm playing Yahtzee. Is that what you do when you're playing like on Xbox at night, we hear all that noise. Are you fucking rolling bones? <laughs> really enjoying the chat while he's playing Yahtzee. Yahtzee's awesome. <laughs> Yahtzee may be. That might be my favorite game. Okay. He came with this dude. Um, fuck, I forgot the other thing I was going to say. There was one other thing politically. Oh, actually, not politically, but uh, James Conn died today, and I'm very sad about that. Yeah, yeah. That's all I wanted to say. I love James Conn. Great actor. Talking about him, ironically, I've been watching videos about Misery a lot lately. So, Misery, one of the great Stephen King, uh, maybe probably the best Stephen King um, movie adaptations that they've ever done. I mean, it's up there. I, the Shining is always going to be, but well, The Shining is such a loose adaptation. Right, I was about to say, if not for the fact that Stephen King hated The Shining, I would agree with you because I, I also uh, hated. He the hated Shining. it when it came out. He, he in, softened in the, the stance wake a little of, bit. Well, well, that and in the wake of Dr. Sleep, he was like, okay, now that we have a complete story, it actually it works a lot better. Plus, yeah. like, that was back in the early days when, like, he hadn't quite realized yet that he wasn't able to finish stories. That is true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, like, now he now he understands that. Yeah, and, and that's the unfortunate why, like, part about it is he was like, and I will do nothing about it. <laughs> I will continue to write whatever the hell I want, and the books will still make no sense in the end. And, and they'll people still, will still buy sell. them. And they yeah. still, uh, one of my one of my favorite um, Stephen King collections of things is actually not even a horror story. Uh, the Mister Mercedes trilogy, Mister Mercedes, uh, Finders Keepers, and End of Watch. They're like modern kind of detective stories, noir type stuff. Um, Dark, Dark oh, Tower, ah, Dark Tower is overrated. Um, Are you talking about the but, movie or the uh, books? All of it. Every oh. bit of it. The, the movie's terrible, but the I, books I, are over it. Okay, so I like the movie, Didn't but only because show on I never Dark watched Tower the, recently I never that was read the book. Pretty good. I think it's in production, if I remember Something correctly. Something like that. Yeah. So, But the Mr. Mercedes thing, long story short, starts out great. The first two books, and in fact, the second book, uh, one of my favorites of his of all time, and again, not horror-related at all. It's just a detective story. But then by the third book, he couldn't resist. He goes supernatural with it, and it's awful. And it's a terrible ending to the whole shebang. So um, so that time he didn't even have to end the book poorly. He just couldn't end. He couldn't nail the trilogy landing. So like it mm, just my favorite ugh. Stephen King adaptation, and I think this is kind of a cheat show. Cheat show. Well, I just gave it away. It's cheat show. Uh, cheat 
code. It's, All right, I'll be right show. back. Is, is, I gotta change a name. It, it is indeed a creep show. But the thing with creep show is it wasn't a book. There are two, I think there are two uh, segments from it that were based on Stephen King short stories. But Stephen King did write the rest of it, but it was specifically for the movie. Um, but Creep Show, I think, is the best Stephen King adaptation because it's it's a um, what what is it called? It's a um, anthology, anthology film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it works very well in his style. It's they're shorter. They they then yeah. and it's great. So I really also, liked it. Chapter one and chapter two, the most recent. Yeah, I like I, I like chapter really one. Good. I like chapter one. We're also we're also making a real. Um, critical mistake here in that again Stephen King didn't just write horror uh Shawshank Redemption is him that's true Green Mile Green Mile yeah. uh what was the other one from that collection with Shawshank Redemption because it's different seasons uh Stand By Me oh yeah it's called The Body oh, didn't it's really I didn't realize body, that but... you didn't know Stand yep. By Me was Stephen King uh uh-uh. uh yeah Stephen yep. King no he's a great the horror writer story... but his non-horror is probably better uh-huh. Lindsay, there's a small collection of short stories of his called Different Seasons, and there's one, there's four stories in the book. They're all keyed to different seasons, and that has both Shawshank Redemption and it's called The Body is the name okay. of the short story and what, that, what that is Stand By, by Me is. Yep. Okay. I'm trying now to remember what the other two are, but they're pretty good too. Also, um, Netflix there about three, four years ago had a big like Stephen King, um, almost like not, not a revival, but like they were making movies based on collection. some of the stories. Yeah, so they did 1922, I think it was called, with Thomas Jane, which was a really good movie. It's super slow. It's about a farmer whose wife yep. wants to sell the farm and he doesn't want to, so he and his son end up murdering her, and then he's haunted by what could be her ghost. Uh, but it's a bunch of rats, and also his son is going through like uh, he falls in love with this girl, and they're trying to yeah. get money, so he ends up robbing a bank, and it's a whole tragic story. It was really, really good. It's slow. But it's really good, and then they did in the tall grass, which is another one of those that was also very weird, very weird, yeah, but just I, so weird. But I really liked it. I'm trying to figure out who, was in, the, who was in the tall grass. Um, let me look that up real quick. I, I, I want to say, uh, say it was Patrick well, Wilson, but I may be wrong. Let me well, see. Well, Patrick Wilson. Right. While Patrick you're Wilson. looking at that. Yeah. Um, different seasons is going to drive me crazy. So it's Hope Springs Eternal, Summer of Corruption, Fall from Innocence, and A Winter's Tale. The ho- the uh, spring one is Shawshank Redemption. The story is called Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption. Uh, the summer one is Apt Pupil. That was the other one I was trying to think of. Oh, That's also Stephen King. That was uh, um, that was a really good movie uh, with mm-hmm. um, um, oh Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was um, a great movie. And then the fall one is the body, which is stand by me. The winter one I've never heard of is called the breathing method. And evidently it is being adapted into something, um, but it has not happened yet. Oh, and Gerald's game. Netflix also did Gerald's game, which was a Gerald's game. Also yeah. a good one. So yeah. Then, Gerald's if, game. if you ever wanted to see what degloving looks like. I knew that part was coming, and even knowing that part was coming when it happened, I was like, holy Ooh, shit. God. Yeah, like, I, I nearly, like, my skeleton tried to deglove, like, my whole body. <laughs> I was cringing so fucking hard watching that scene. I just, oh, god damn. My brain tried to deglove right out my ear. Just go, no, I don't want to see it anymore. Please. Please so, make it stop. Why did we watch that happen? One of the best horror movies that I've seen recently, and not on a scary level, because it's not scary, but it was just a really good film that I really enjoyed. If you ever get a chance to watch it, it's called The Night House. Um, 
if you've never if if you've never seen it, it's about a woman whose husband commits suicide and she's dealing with his death and all of the stuff that goes with that. But then at the same time, she thinks she may be seeing his ghost that he may be there uh, with her. So he she tries to explore. And as she goes, she uncovers more and more secrets about her husband that she did not know, and it becomes much, much darker. It's a really good film, and Rebecca Hall stars as the the main character. And I absolutely, I love Rebecca Hall. I think she's a fantastic, fantastic actress. She was also in another horror film that I, I really, really loved. I'm trying to remember what the name of it was, where she is basically a, um, she's like an investigator of horror, and she tries to disprove it. Um, what is that? I'm going to look the name of it up real quick before, before I forget. Oh, she was uh, The Awakening. The Awakening, fantastic film. She was also in Godzilla vs. Kong, so love Rebecca Hall. I know this show sometimes turns into me just flexing my like movie knowledge about different things, but that's fine. We're going to come out with a show that's for that. Okay. Don't, don't interrupt me. We're going to come out with a show that's specifically for <laughs> that. I'm so sorry. I'm tipsy. I knew that name was driving me nuts. I was like, Rebecca Hall was in the MCU too. Yeah, she's uh, Maya, <laughs> Maya Hansen from Iron Man 3, the scientist that Tony used to work with. That was driving me nuts. I'm oh, like, okay. I know I that name. Now. Yep, she's the. That's her. Fantastic actress. Love her. If you get a chance, watch The Night House. There's also a movie that I've tried to watch four times and I have not been able to get through it without falling asleep, but it seems like a good movie. And it's called The Deep House. And The Deep House is about a. Uh, their husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend who investigate like weird things and they actually find a haunted house at the bottom of the ocean. So they're in scuba gear exploring this haunted house that's underwater, and it's really cool. And I keep falling asleep during it. I can't stay away for it. Lindsay, do you remember there was an... Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say quickly, two things to that. Number one, uh, that's no indictment of how good the movie is because you start movies at 1.43 a.m. That's true. So that's That's just how that goes. Uh, And number two, you just described the plot to a really good book in a way that I read uh, a couple of years ago. I've talked about Nick Cutter before the troop is one of my favorite books of his as a yes, horror author. Absolutely. He also of his like little trilogy. One of them is called the deep and it is quite literally a haunted house on the, the, you know, bottom of the ocean type story. It's in a, like a, a lab. It's an underwater lab of some kind, but it is um, best described again as like the shining meets 20,000 leagues under the sea. Uh, maybe one of the grossest things I've ever read. Yeah, it's Sarah said body horror. Yeah, it's it's very oh, like that. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, body yeah, horror is the whole thing. Gross yeah. the longer it goes. Of uh, one movie, Jesse, that I think you'll agree with me on, and maybe Tanner, because I think Tanner may have watched it. Tanner joining us from his studio now. Um, Gongium, Haunted Asylum. Oh I, yeah, I started yeah, that. that. Tanner is nodding yes. <laughs> I, I started yeah. that at twelve thirty in the morning, and I was just looking for a horror movie to watch, and that movie effed me up for the rest of the night. I was hearing noises in my apartment. I was looking around. I was freaking out, and I haven't had that reception or reaction to a horror movie in a long time. Your show over here. She started. She started making a slurping noise. Nope. 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 Tanner, go ahead. <laughs> Tanner. Nope. That's one of those movies where you put on in the background just for something to play because the premise sounded good. And then you couldn't stop fucking watching it. And then you have nightmares at the end of the night. That's exactly right. He hit the nail on the head. I literally put it on because I wanted something, you know, there. And as it started, I was like, okay, this is just another found footage movie. I've seen a million of these. But it suckered me in, and it was so good. I, I can't praise it enough. Um, really, really fantastic movie. Anyway. It was really good. Like, it gave me a lot of, because Shannon knows how much I like the movie Grave Encounters. Yes, fantastic and, movie. Like, it, it has a lot of those vibes to it. Yes. So I finally got to watch Grave Encounters after all these years. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's basically Ghost Adventures the movie. If Ghost Adventures it, went wrong. 
it ranks up there like with one of my top favorite found footage movies. Which one? Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters. Oh, I it thought you, I, I thought you mean ranked up with another specific found footage movie. It it edges out Blair Witch just barely. I think it was better than Blair Witch. I think it was better yeah. than Blair Witch. But there's, Blair Witch is a high praise from Tanner. Like, there's another Blair movie. Blair Witch is a nostalgia for me. I recognize that, but one of the weirdest found footage movies I've ever seen, just based on the premise and who did it, was um oh I gotta look the name of it up. But it was a, a Tanner. Let me see if you can guess it by me describing it. It is a found footage movie about Bigfoot. Oh 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 um, I can't think of the name. I'll look it up. Mm. My favorite found footage movie is still Paranormal Activity, the first one. Oh, okay, Tanner, I found it. You ready? Yeah. Willow Creek. And do you know why that's such a weird movie, Jesse and Hunter? It's because it was directed by Bobcat Goldthwaite. That is weird. Found footage Bigfoot movie. Bobcat Goldthwaite. You might remember him as the guy from Police Academy who said things like, Hey, man! (laughs) You know? Um, he did things like that. Sorry, Max Brooks, the guy who who wrote um, World War oh, Z. What the hell? World yeah, War there you go. That's the one. Um, Sean of Mel Brooks. We don't we don't talk about the movie. Um, oh, that fucking movie! Wrote, oh, that movie real Lord. bad. Um, he also wrote a book called De Evolution, and it's it's about like I haven't gotten into it yet. We've had it on the shelf for a little bit. It's a, a Sasquatch thing, but it's one of those like they go looking for him and they find him, and it goes real poorly, real quick. So, yeah, this is kind of really similar. It's that. a husband and wife. It also reminds me of uh, the uh, oh crap. What's his name? Sam uh, Elliot. Sam Elliot, oh. uh, uh, the man, the man who killed oh. Bigfoot and then Hitler. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I need to watch that movie. I haven't. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, speaking of ev- de-, de evolution, you know, also a really good movie. Nobody remembers Evolution. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, with I David Duchovny. Remember Evolution? Yeah. Is that the one with the big spider on the cover and the happy Ka-ka! face? Ka-ka! Yes. Yes, David Duchovny, yeah. Orlando. Uh, I was Jones. gonna say, is Jones. it Orlando Jones? Okay. Nope, it's no. Uh, Orlando. Wait, I think it is Orlando. Yeah, it is Orlando. Jones. Yeah, because Orlando yeah. Jordan was the wrestler. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I always get yep. the names confused. Yeah, you got it. Uh, yeah, okay. and uh, uh, the uh, the guy that the fuck Sean Sean William Scott Scott. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good kind of forgotten comedy horror sci fi movie. It was it was fantastic. And uh, uh, Julianne Moore. Yes. Yep. That was a good movie. Damn. So even Tipsy, I fucking that, rattled these the, things off. The alien, alien, the little bug gets inside of his leg. Yes. We're going to have to cut off his leg. Don't, Don't cut, cut it my off. leg. It's going to the groin. Cut, cut it off. Leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't oh. clinch. Don't clinch. Uh, I was so fucking in love. There's always time for lube. I was so yeah. in love with David Duchovny back during that time period. The man could do no wrong. You're I w- still in love with David Duchovny. I, but I, I watched X Files. X Files Evolution. I even watched the fucking Red Shoe Diaries when he was the host of that. That was a fucking <laughs> weird one. No one remembers Red Shoe Diaries, and I don't recommend you look it up unless you want sexy time. And then he was in Californication, which I actually did not watch, but Bob loved which it. Which was also more of the I, same, yeah. I, I, thought thought you watched California. I, I thought you told me to watch it. No, it was got, it's got to be Bob. I've never watched it. The only thing I know about Californication oh. is that there was literally a part. One, they got sued by the Red Hot Chili Peppers for obvious yeah. reasons. And there's a skit on SNL where uh, President Clinton is talking about David Duchovny, and uh, he, he mentions Californication. He said, the, the sex of that show is so real, that dude had to go to sex rehab. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, uh, um, 
oh shit, what's his name? Who played him at that time? Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Yeah, yep. of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, They're go back to Alfred. Evolution. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's in that film as well. Yes, I don't even and, remember that. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. I was he just was looking a, up on IMDb. Who else is in there? That makes uh, sense. No, he's governor. Uh, that makes sense uh and then ethan supley was in that too back when he was fat Fat. that that dude is scott steiner (laughs) (laughs) i kind of want him to show up in uh in clerks three you know which they just dropped the the trailer for (laughs) i I just want him to show up in there and then be like who the fuck is this guy (laughs) i thought you were talking about scott steiner (laughs) <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I, I am now. <laughs> I am still. I am still wanting that as well. <laughs> I, I would also like to see Scott Steiner interact with any of those characters. Which that would be I say that me. though, but that would mean that that. Uh, um, oh my God, Kevin Smith would have to interact with him, and I don't think that would go well. No. Kevin Smith uh, famously does not like a lot of people, <laughs> and I assume he would be one of them. It's true. Though Kevin Smith is just in general like a pretty chill dude. Oh yeah, yeah especially I, now. I out, he's not the problem. Just because he's the common denominator does not mean he's the problem. He was so yeah. critical of Bruce Willis for the longest time because yes. Bruce Willis acted like a fucking diva on the set of that movie. What was it called? Uh, Dicks? No, Cop Out. It was originally called Dicks, but they changed <laughs> to Cop Out. Um, yeah. But then when it, when it came out that Bruce Willis was dealing with uh, what what is it? It's not Alzheimer's, is it? What, what does he have? No, it's a, it affects his reading ability, and for yeah, the life yeah. of me, I can't remember it. Um, the name of it, but but he you know kind of he's he's he, effectively retired now, isn't he? For the most part, yeah, he he's just to. yeah. Um, but Smith was very forgiving of that and said, you know, if aphasia. He, but but at the same time, like Bruce Willis wasn't really affected by it then. He was just a dick. It's okay that he was just a dick at the moment. But yeah. hey, speaking of which, before we jump to the top five, that Clerks three trailer loved it. I can't wait same. for it. That yeah, Lindsay, have you seen it? Same. No, I have not seen it yet. It's it, like not only is it funny, but it's legitimately heartwarming and like endearing. Like it look yep. it, 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 to me, this feels like this could be Kevin Smith's best film. Um, that second movie had a lot of good moments of that. I mean, yeah, it had, you know, it's ridiculousness as well, but like, I love that sequence set to the Smashing Pumpkins in 1979 where he's just like driving around. Uh, it's it's uh, Brian O'Halloran. What the hell is his character's name? Uh, Dante. Um, oh, no, no Randall. Dante. Randall. Randall. Randall is the... Was Randall? I thought Dante was the one driving around because he's the one who stops and looks through the the window of the uh, fast food restaurant and sees the kid there. It's, it's it ends up being Harley Quinn who's there. Um, Kevin Smith's actual kid. I could have sworn yeah. that was Dante. Well, you said Brian O'Halloran. That's Derek that's heard it was Dante. That's Dante. Yeah, yeah. Because Randall is yeah. Jeff Jeff something. I forget his name. Yeah. Because um, I, I mean I thought that scene was uh, Randall because he was also like. Because, I mean, like, that entire movie, he just kind of, like, that's him dealing with the fact that he's kind of a loser, too. No, see, I think I think uh, Clerks... So, Clerks 1, to me, was really about both of them. Clerks 2, for me, was very much a Dante story. And it sounds like Clerks 3 is going to be the Randall story, which is basically oh, just the Kevin Smith story. Because Kevin Smith is, like, admitted that he's he sort of transitioned from, like, you know, in the original film, like, it, Dante was based on him. Uh, yeah. And then... And like his best, like his best friend and coworker at the time was Randall, and then he's kind of slowly transitioned into like being more of the Randall character in real life. And so this, he wanted to make this story like, oh yeah, yeah. And th- this movie is just you know Randall has like a heart attack, realizes he has to change his life. I mean, it's just the Kevin Smith story. He's gonna make a movie about clerks. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that. Yeah, a little bit out of order to what happened. I I love the the line about. I love the like. The, 
the line about uh, Jay and Silent Bob, how they're C-3PO and R2-D2, <laughs> that's, that's, that's just they so just good. keep coming back. <laughs> you slap them on the lunchboxes, you know? They haven't been cool <laughs> since the first movie. Um, I, that movie looks so good. I can't wait for uh, it. And Elias is back, I'm, too. He sure he, is. Yep. <laughs> my my only criticism I, of that second movie, I like the second movie too, but like the racist jokes were, they aged poorly. It's a lot. They aged yeah. really. I didn't poorly. care for the second one, but I'm yeah. I mean, just, I like a lot I of things the about the second one. one. I I really like a lot of things about it. In fact, I so much so that Sarah and I one day I remember busted it out uh, on on DVD. Uh, this has been a couple of years ago. And as soon as it was over, I was like, man, I wonder what the director's commentary is like for this. And we literally watched it again, back to back, just with the commentary on the whole time. Um, There are a lot of things about it that's like, oh, that's hard to watch now. Uh, And there are some flat out parts that we just will not watch. Uh, The the party at the end is skipping an awful lot of that. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, He's taking it back. But it has some, it does have some really great moments that are just hard to avoid. The whole conversation about Lord of the Rings versus yes, (laughs) even the fucking trees walked in that. Trees walked in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the first movie. Like that whole, yeah, that whole bit was fucking great. But it's the part, Uh, it's the part with Wanda Sykes where Randall uses the N word. Yeah, that that's where I'm like, it was like no, he used uh, he just said porch monkeys. Well, everything he does at one point though, because he says uh, he says porch monkeys are. Racist oh, word. Yeah, he says, he, "No, it's not." And then he just says, "The N word." And then is. he says, "Yeah, the N word is the racist Ooh, word." That's a little yeah. much of it. <laughs> and I do like, yeah, like, okay, so like, yeah, it, it's a little hard to watch, except like it is redeemed quite a bit by everybody around him, like condemning Dude. him. Yeah, yeah, like you can't do that. Yeah, but now. the problem, <laughs> the problem for me with that is it's almost like the Joker, where in the Joker movie, everyone's supposed to go, "Okay, he's a terrible person, clearly," and you have to condemn this. But there are so many people that instead went, "Yeah," and like with Clerks too, when he makes the inward joke, most a lot of the audience or a good portion of it probably doesn't go, "Oh, that's too much. He's a terrible person." They probably laugh and go, "Inward." And in fairness, too, like in that film, he finally does realize, like, oh, well, that's Granny was a racist. That's because his Granny. What she used to call a broken bottle hunter? <laughs> yeah. No, no, uh, no, will not. No, <laughs> no. My favorite. I'm I, not even going to talk about the curse either. <laughs> the the, uh, the part yeah, did, from the but that tr- whole bit with uh, with Wanda Sykes and her husband, like the food ain't racist. Like, yeah, that that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> The part from the third trailer where there's just a quick scene because I never saw Rosario Dawson's name on any of it, like in the, you know, like she's also in it. And I was worried she would be because she's a big star now. I mean, she's always been a big star to me. I fucking love Rosario Dawson. She was one Dawson. of the first people to sign on, like whenever they were first talking about Clerks 3, she was like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah, let's do it. And I think a- that's why she was more likely to be in it because frankly, she's at that level where she can pretty much do whatever she does or does not want to do. Yeah, and she's so, yeah. like, you're making clerks, should. yeah, fuck it, I'm in. Let's go. Making clerks, I'm in. Daredevil, cool, put me in. Uh, Ahsoka, right. I'm, I'm <laughs> down. Right, I'm on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, she's got that Disney fair. money now. Like, she's she's fine. To be fair, she's the one She's the one that was basically, she was online begging for the Ahsoka job, and she deserved it. And she killed it. She's a great Ahsoka. But, okay, so in the, tra- in the Clerks 3 trailer, there's a very quick part. It's the only part I think you see her in, where she, her and Dante are just sitting there watching something, and she just puts her head on his shoulder. And it's really sweet. Like, this movie looks like it's going to be legitimately sweet. I can't wait for Clerks 3. I, it's going to be fucking fantastic. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope so, because that last Jay and Silent Bob was okay. Never watched it. Did not appeal to me. It's all right. Um, 
Kevin Smith movies in general are kind of hit and miss the for reboot. me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I did watch the reboot. The I thought reboot. it was all right. That one, it was too meta for its own good. Like, the Jay and Silent Bob movies in general are just like, you know, when I was, because I guess I was in middle school the first time I watched Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and boy, I liked that a whole lot then. And then watching it later, I'm like, I'm like, okay, oh, this Jesse, is. Jesse, he's the, fucking, he's was, the fucking Clint Commander. It was, <laughs> it was the first Kevin Smith movie I had ever seen. It was in high Same. school. I had never seen anything before that. Clerks, Dogma, none of it. Um, and, yeah, I got shown clerks in college. To so. this day, like of all the dumb things, Will Ferrell was actually pretty great as like <laughs> early Will Ferrell in that movie. He keeps going on about the two of them leaving. He goes, "Fuck me, that was them, wasn't it?" Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it still has some legitimately great parts. I, like I said, I liked that movie a whole lot the first time I saw it, and then it wasn't until like I think senior year in high school was the first time I watched Clerks. Because like uh, Kevin Shankelberg, fan of the show, friend of mine, Good man. he found out that like I really like Jay and Silent Bob, and he was like, "Well, you've never seen Clerks?" Because this was right before Clerks Two hit theaters. And he's oh like, wow! Well, you've never seen Clerks? Uh, so yeah, I actually didn't see Clerks until right before I saw Clerks Two in theaters. Um, the first before, ca- before we move on, real quick, I need to can, I we, can we all get together? Can we all just say what the worst Kevin Smith movie was? Oh, oh, be Tusk. careful, Walrus. Okay. Tusk. It was okay. Tusk. Yeah. I thought it was called Walrus. That's how bad it was. I forgot the name. Uh, see, I've, I've <laughs> well, heard... Uh, hang on again. That, I've that, heard like, Red State was worse uh, than Tusk. Your, what was it? What was it? What was the one? Yoga Hosers. Um, the, yoga uh, Hosers. Yeah, that was apparently terrible. Because that was what? I Harley Quinn it. and Johnny Depp's daughter, whatever her name is. Yeah. yeah. Lily Rose. It was the, it was the Rose. same girls. Like, it's set in the same universe as Tusk because uh, they're the convenience store workers that... Uh, Scott Long, is that the guy's name? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, that he runs into on his way up to you know being turned into a walrus. And, See, I've I've yeah. heard I've heard walruses. Well, now you got me calling Tusk. that. <laughs> I heard Tusk isn't that bad considering what it is. I always heard Red State was the worst Kevin Smith movie. Well, actually, no, no, no. It's uh, isn't uh, they did uh, uh, Jersey Girl? Isn't Jersey Girl like arguably the worst Kevin Smith movie? I don't I know if I've seen Jersey. Girl. Well, if you're gonna start including that, then you got to include Cop Out too, and it was also yeah. bad. Yes. So yes. I mean, yeah. If you're okay, there's a I difference think we're talking about the Kevin the, Smith movie and, and the View Askew. Askew. Yeah, Askew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. are two different the things. Askew-verse. And I don't think they I think uh, the worst View Askew universe movie was probably Dogma, but that's that's oh. only uh, but that's only because it's going up against Clerks and Mallrats and shit like that. Uh, I don't know. Mallrats does not rank anywhere near Dogma. I don't I, care. I, like I don't care. Mallrats is a significantly better film. Well, are you kidding me? I, I like them yeah, both. I no, like them it both. Really is. The first Kevin Smith Dogma movie has is. its moments, but Dogma is a movie of scenes. It is not a good, complete overall movie. Mallrats, on the other hand, is beginning to end great. Uh, yes, I, that is true. I will. I will admit that I'm biased for Dogma because that was that was my introduction into the the View Askew. And Dogma's great. Right, here's here's Dogma's a hot great. take: the edited version of Dogma is better. Losing like it. the poop monster and all that stuff, like the cutting that out completely. Because the first time I saw Dogma was on Comedy Central, the and I really demon? liked it. Yeah, but then I saw it later, and I was like, "What is all this? This is dumb." I don't. I don't think like, I've seen the unedited version because I don't remember demon? a shit demon. No. Oh yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I like like Hunter. Yep. I've only ever seen Dogma on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, also, that cast that cast for Dogma. The cast is fantastic. The part where Chris Rock is naked. A lot naked. Of great scene, but as a movie overall, is just he, kind of 
Yeah. He asks for, uh, he looks at, at Jay or Silent Bob and he says, you know, like, can I borrow your coat, Biggie, or something like that. And Jay says, something like, dude, his piece is going to touch your armor. And that's just one of my, I don't know why that makes me laugh every time. I By the way, my first Kevin Smith movie for the record was Chasing Amy. And I am also surprised no one mentioned Chasing Amy there. <laughs> if, if you've ever watched Chasing Amy first versus all the other Kevin Smith films, it's like a sh- very confused. It's a punch it's in the face. It's very different. It's very yeah. different. So I had a yeah. completely different idea of what Kevin Smith was. I watched Chasing Amy first, then Clerks, then Mallrats, and I was like, okay, oh, Chasing no. Amy is the weird one, and it's I arguably the best one. It's it's really good. Joey Lauren Adams was one of my favorite actresses, and uh, she's just fantastic. Also, I do want to point out that uh, of the movies we've mentioned so far, the only one that Kevin Smith did not write was Cop Out. Because uh, also, was bad. <laughs> I, I did not realize that Kevin Smith wrote Zack and Miri make a porno. Yep. 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 That movie was. Yeah. I love that. Movie. That's why Jason Mewes was, was in it. There's a part where yeah. Jason Mewes is Jason fucking Mewes a girl in the ass. Jesse, tell me about that part. <laughs> All right, look, no. <laughs> it's the also, shit demon. Princess Leia had no sense uh, in Star Wars. Because Randall's in that movie, too. That uh, and Randall is the victim of that scene. Also, also, I think it's worth mentioning that Clerks the Animated Series was also fucking awesome. It was only like six episodes, but I absolutely loved it. One of my favorite parts is that they wouldn't let Jay and Sila Bob be drug dealers because this was on network television, so they made him firecracker salesman. So all the time, Jay is opening up his... Bob is opening up his jacket with fucking firecrackers. It's so fucking goofy. All right. That's good shit. All right, let's get to the top five because we're already at 40 minutes and we haven't even started this. I mean, we can just not and just talk about random stuff. No, I, I, I like I this topic. I like this topic. Yeah, I want to talk about it. Lindsay, tell okay. us what tonight's top five is. So tonight's top five <laughs> is five animated films that we want to see a live action remake of. Yes. And this should be easy enough where we just kind of blow through these because most of the movies are probably going to be well enough known. Yeah. Or, or conveniently, or. you're probably just going to use this shit I've already got on my list and I'm going to go uh, pass. <laughs> I have very few. This was very I, difficult for me. I'm also confident that there will be a lot of just like favorite because we've done favorite animated movies in various categories like a few times. Yeah, so we've I'm probably sure talked be about overlap. them before. Yeah. Oh, I do have some that I didn't put on any of those kind of lists that I do want to see live action. So yes, It'll be fun. So let's get it started. Uh, now, normally, we, uh, let's skip the joke, Jesse. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start off with How to Train Your Dragon. Fuck. No, that's not Okay. Most. As long yeah. as they actually get Gerard Butler to play the dad, I'm cool. Or, or <laughs> Gerard Depardieu. Or Gerard Depardieu. No. Depardieu. Depardieu. That's a, that's, uh, I, that's a French pig. I, I have never seen How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, I've seen honey. the first one. I've I like seen the, the first one. one. Yeah. The, the trilogy is... The trilogy it's is not good. Bad, like it's bad, but I the like the third, first the third one. The one best. got ruined in the trailer, so that was that. That was a bu- like that was one of like the weirdest fucking like one of the big plot twists of like the trilogy. Like and it was it was this huge deal, and they just like eh, we're gonna throw it in the trailer. What? Why? Why did you have to ruin that for me? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like overall though, like they're really good movies, especially the first one. Like I legitimately love that film. And I think it would be cool to see it live action, you know, if they put like some effort into the the dragons and everything, like make it maybe a little bit more serious. I don't know, but uh, less of a kid's movie, I guess. As long as you give me Gerard Butler and and Craig Ferguson, I'm in. 
I say I, kids I movie. I agree like, with that. But yeah, it's good. I like that movie a lot. Oh, I, I keep think getting Gerard Butler and Russell Crowe mixed up. Uh, the same dude. Mm-hmm. Same dude. No. <laughs> I keep thinking they're the same guy. Let's anyway. uh, let's go to uh, you know what Tanner's talking. Let's go to Tanner. Uh, so because it is a movie, technically speaking, and I've talked to, ad nauseum about how bad I want the show to be made into a live Breaking action. Rules. Uh, it is a movie. Digimon the movie. I want that to be a live action movie. Okay. I want live action Digimon. Gosh, damn it. I mean, considering how much I absolutely love Detective Pikachu, I'm Why for it. Gosh darn it. Oh, <laughs> dear. So. Oh, God. Oh, Dad, I don't know. I have, I, have nothing, I have nothing to add to this. I don't like Digimon. I love Digimon. Like, I, I liked Digimon. it a whole lot as a kid. Well, they're digital monsters. The show holds up. I still go back and watch the original series, which just. I was about to say. On, it's on Hulu right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I, I rewatched it recently. It's hard to rewatch. Like mm. it's it's one of those things. Like there are parts of it that I legitimately still enjoy because I recently, like a couple years ago, rewatched the first couple seasons, and there are parts of it that are still like really enjoyable and really good. But then, like there are parts of it. Oh yeah, like, filler yes, episodes. It's like yes, this was a kids show. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Season one uh, had like a hundred episodes in it, so there had to be some kind of filler. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, even outside the filler, it's just like, yes, this this was very much a kid's show, and this is rough. But like, I, it's still, like, I liked Digimon a whole lot, but boy, did it go downhill quick. Like, Yeah, I, 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 want, I want some live-action Digimon action. I'd watch it. That sounded sexual. All right, let's go to Double H. Yeah, it was. <laughs> stop um, it. Would oh, you stop? Oh, no. Well, that was uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> Hercules. Hercules. It is in the works. Live- all right, well, it still counts because they ain't done it yet. It uh, does, but it is in the works. They, I don't know the full list. Things, that seems like a good one. Um, yes, it's mostly. I, I mean, it's mostly people anyway, right? Other than a couple of things that aren't like all that human-like, and CG's at a point where, oh my god, that's so many links. I don't uh, know why that's one link. I don't know why I did that <laughs> instead of just doing that. No, like that was Her- Hercules. Hercules no. seems like a good choice for these things. Um, really, all you got to do is is manage the uh, what the Pegasus and and uh, and Phil, Phil. <laughs> and that's I mean Hades. You know, you just do a little CG around him. They, okay, in your head, who plays Hades? John uh, uh, James the same Woods. guy that has James always Woods. played. Yeah, him. just bring James Woods back. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I know James, James Woods is kind of a piece of shit. shit. Yeah, so. I know, but still, I would accept this one. What Just did like he do? I miss this. Hardcore, hardcore Trump. Hardcore uh, right wing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it didn't that. stop him from using he got wiped uh, out Tim out of Allen family. most of the time. Like <laughs> He got wiped out of Family Guy completely. What? Yeah. Well, you mean Seth MacFarlane yeah, didn't but... support a right wing guy? <laughs> Also, I was gonna say, like, how much wiping did they have to do? Like, just not use him again? I mean, he's candy. <laughs> I mean, they didn't go back and edit the old episode. And, and plus, so. the, he's high, a... the high school was James Woods High. That's it true. Is now Adam West High. Well, oh, that's I forgot about that. Well, that's that's also not hard to do. But he, I was gonna say, away, he yeah. died, and he was on the show too. Yeah. Also, James so. Woods was in one of the best Simpsons jokes where he was uh, working at the the Quickie Mart because he was, you know, doing a role for a movie. Um. Here's here's a weird coincidental one though. I'll I will also accept uh, Taika Waititi would be a great Hades. That'd be fun. I would actually yeah. enjoy that a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna throw yeah, one yeah. out there. The first name that popped into my head, Idris Elba. 
No. Ah, he's not funny he's enough. Too serious. Idris Elba's yeah. funny, but he's too serious. Oh, I think yeah. Idris Elba can be funny. I've seen some funny I think shit he's done. Idris yeah. I mean, Elba can be funny. He was funny there too, but funny, and funny enough, they could get Danny DeVito to come back and play Phil again. He I should. There's great. no reason he wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Idris Elba is really funny when he's being like kind of scary. Uh, yeah. It's Hades. He's the god what? of hell. But he's not scary. That's the thing. He's never right. scary in that movie. He, he's, he's only he scary when he's like, be like three steps behind. And that, right. Let's go ahead, let's go he's ahead constantly admit, throwing though, quips and jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. Let's go ahead and admit, though, that they would give the part of Meg to Megan Fox. That's fine. I, I like Megan Fox. Megan Fox gives no. nothing ever. And I also really like Megan Fox. But what was the last night thing she was in? Jennifer's body. Uh, New Girl. <laughs> Neither one of those. Holy are shit! And also Holy shit! Both oh, hold, on. hold on, hold on! I get to be—I finally oh, get to be Bill no. Hader from that skit of uh, uh, of, what was the skit um, with the two actors? It's uh, Dylan oh, McDermott Dylan or, or yeah. I finally get to do that part. I, n- I didn't see New Girl. I didn't see. No, he said Blood Diamond. <laughs> Fuck me! I fucked it up. Anyway. Let's this just, whole thing has gotten out of hand. I will say that Disney can sometimes do really good live action adaptations. I've Aladdin is legitimately one of my favorite movies. I loved live action Aladdin. I really like it. I really, really, really liked it. Um, Lion King was a disgrace. No, Hunter, I'm not saying it was better than the animated. I'm just saying I really liked it. I'm not even going to do that you argument. Have, and that's fair. I didn't think it was all that great. I love it. You have it. said, you are on record saying that you like it better than the animated. And I do, but I'm trying to get me? Hunter to agree with me. No, he's talking no, about me. Shannon. <laughs> no, no, your stance. All right, let's move on. My first pick is Vampire Hunter D. Okay. Go for right. some good horror. Moving on. No, so Vampire Hunter D is basically the Castlevania anime before Castlevania was popular. It's about a vampire or named... anime. Yeah, or yeah. So it's a vampire hunter named D who's got a little face in his hand and he's hired to kill monsters and it's badass. His yeah, his hand has a face. It's yes, like a, it, his it, and it eats things. It's really creepy. Yes. Vampire Hunter D was the one of the first animes I ever saw and it also I'm was sorry, the first Morbius time Morbius did it first. It Ain't nobody seen that movie. It was also the I first time. About the movie. No one has seen Morbius. Nobody knew who Morbius was. <laughs> it was the first anime I've ever seen with uh, nudity in it, too, and it blew my mind. I'm like, cartoons can't have naked breasts in them. That's just not possible. I saw someone ask, because now I'm just talking about Morbius. I saw someone ask. It's Morbid time. Uh, after they said that he says it's Morbid time, someone goes, okay, does he really actually say that in the movie? And someone goes, no, no one knows, because no one has watched it. Literally, <laughs> no one can tell you the answer to that question. <laughs> We assume that that's actually the only thing he says in it. He says it 122 times. Yes, he's like it's a Pokemon. It's his response to everything. Yeah. All right, let's go to Lindsay. Vampire Hunter D. <laughs> or Bloodlust, uh, either my, one. My first one is uh, Disney's Atlantis because it's highly underrated. Man, and every time I go back, it is better. And it would make an movie. amazing live action. That's a real good movie. Yeah. I've never seen Atlantis. Jesus Christ. So it's it's literally just like a sci-fi steampunk feel to it. It's um very much turn of the century and yeah, hunting like, for like Atlantis. The, yeah. Yeah, I just I just have never seen it. I did it's see one thing that was kind of cool. Adventure. That uh, and I read all this stuff into it, not ever ever having even seen the movie, but apparently the guy at the beginning who's like the benefactor who like sends them off on yeah. this little quest, the old guy. He's got some fish. Uh, uh-huh. and fish there, there's him. Yeah, they were like weren't even discovered at the time that the movie is taking place. Yeah, and they, so they were thought the to whole, be extinct. 
yeah, it's a whole thing of like, oh, this is really good environmental storytelling. This guy has these things that no one thinks exist, and he's not telling the world about them. So he like is using them as a test when he brings people in to hire them for these things, knowing that they won't take his like discoveries and run off with them and tell the world. Like he wants to keep it all very secret. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Jesse. Yes. (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) All right. I'm going to do the road to El Dorado. Yes. We're on the road. Tulio. Tulio Tulio and Miguel. It's a good movie. Uh, Oh, it dies. (laughs) Yeah. Two cheaters, swindlers, whatever. They, uh, they, they managed to find their way to El Dorado and, they pretend to be gods so they can steal all the gold and then end up learning a heartfelt lesson. Good it's, buddy comedy. They it's a good do. buddy comedy. They always it's, it's do. a good movie. I like that movie a lot. All right, and that was what? Yeah, I've that never was... seen The Road to Elder. God damn it! Oh, it's so good. It is one of DreamWorks' best 2D animated films. It's it so good. It was Kevin yeah. Klein, and who was the other one? Um, Shoot. I don't remember. All the music's done by Elton John. <laughs> Hunter, you need to get on your uh, your DreamWorks stuff here because I, I feel like you you've been lacking in that uh that whole have, old part. Uh, I by have the way, seen Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh, Branagh. Shreks, yeah. sir. You Shit. you watch your mouth. <laughs> Shit, I did not realize oh. both of those guys were in the movie. Yeah, uh huh. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, Love so was Tobin Bell. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um um uh fuck uh fucking the motherfucker. I don't remember. Let's go on to, to, to Tanner. Uh, I've talked about how much I hate the movie because of how much Disney or Cartoon Network will play it, especially like in the summer. There's be just like a week straight of playing it nonstop. Uh, but I think a, a the Iron Giant would be really cool in a live action form. Yeah, I could see that. I've I've never it seen with technology the Iron Giant. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never seen. I've never seen it. That's one I've never seen. It, yeah. And at this point, like you guys don't need to see it. Like the, I no, don't think it's going to catch either way. I, I also know yeah. what happens. Yeah. But also, so Vin Diesel did the uh, the voice of the Iron Giant, and he could still do it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because doesn't all he go was like, oh. Basically, yeah. Uh, he has fewer lines than Groot. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, the let's... joke being, he's also Groot. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. I think they they had him record I Am Groot once, and then they paid him for that, and they just used that one clip over and over again. <laughs> they just pitch scripted, depending yeah. on how they old he is. It, 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 it. Yeah. All right, Double H. Oh, is it me again? Uh, Pocahontas. If Disney's going to keep remaking stuff, they need to fix this one. And, <laughs> and actually this like a good opportunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's just go you, for it. You mean like they like, did Mulan? I don't no, know what they I mean, did to Mulan. <laughs> Literally nobody no. watched Mulan. <laughs> they fixed Mulan. <laughs> they fixed Mulan. <laughs> nobody Look, watched I, live action Mulan. I watched live action Mulan. I paid to watch it and I enjoyed no, it. No, he didn't. I was really excited when they announced it and literally every time they gave me more information about it, I became more or I became I, less excited to watch it. I, I became would like more to think about it. I would like to think two things. Number one, they learned from their mistake from that. Uh, number two, this would be less problematic because that was more of a government of China going. Yeah, mm, yeah that, that was absolutely none of that. That was absolutely uh, <laughs> them trying to like just suck China's dick if and they, get that fat oh, China yeah. paycheck. 
if they if they hired an indigenous actress to voice or to not to voice but to play Pocahontas, um, and they actually got indigenous people to play, you know, indigenous people, indigenous people uh, yeah. I really think they could they could pull off a big PR win with this. Plus, again. That animated movie just is hard to watch. Oh, you actually okay? You said Pocahontas. I missed. I thought you were talking about Mulan. Same. No. So, Hunter, so for the record, I, I, I thought to myself, that I know they made a movie. It wasn't a Disney film, but it was a movie about Pocahontas, and I was trying to remember the name of it. And so I typed in. I, I was like, I think it's called New World. So I typed into Google the New World movie. The first result, it's the sequel, the fir- the first result I got for the New World the movie. New world. No, it's Big Dick's Gay Sex Teen. That's the first thing I got when I looked what? up the New World movie. That sounds like a you problem, man. Who said it's a problem? Yeah. Who said it's no, a problem? They, did. they made a they made a, po- a Pocahontas sequel and it was also terrible. No, no, no I'm talking uh, about the the new, the new World starring uh 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 Colin Farrell. It was it was a live action adaptation of of the Pocahontas story, and I believe they actually had someone. Yeah, I can't pronounce her name, but the girl that played Pocahontas was pretty much what you're saying. Uh, Christian Bale's also in it. Uh, I don't think anyone watched this movie, but I remember nope. liking it. So I don't know. I didn't uh, watch this movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't fucking know, man. I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right, let's go to who's next. Oh, was it me? Uh, so I, I thought to myself, I've seen a lot of really good anime horror films, but I don't remember their names. So I looked up anime uh, anime films. Here's Google's best anime movie selection: Trolls World Tour, which Cody will love. The Lion that is not an anime movie. The I'd Lion like to see that in live action. I'm adding it to my list right now. <laughs> the Lion King, Scoob, Zootopia, Hotel Transylvania Three, Scooby Doo. The Grinch, Toy Story 4, The Emoji Movie, The Angry Birds Movie 2, and Ghost in the Shell. So I found what out earlier today, anime no matter films. what you search, if you search like anything closely related to animation, like whether you look for cartoon, because I was trying to find 2D animated movies earlier to refresh my, move, or to refresh refresh my memory, my movie. and I had to get, here, refresh my movie, I had to get super fucking specific with it. Because everything that I searched just gave me animated movies. Yep. Yep. And it was all the same set, like popular animated movies. Yep. Anyway, Action my, animated movies. Go ahead. Anyway, my next pick is Batman The Long Halloween. Ooh. It was... I thought of... Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. What are you doing? I was going to say, I thought about, like, one of the ones that I wanted to put on there was... Uh, Mass of Phantasm. Phantasm. Yep. Yeah. Hey, shut up. That was... <laughs> all, right, all right. Oh, we'll get on it later. <laughs> So, Batman The Long Halloween is probably my favorite Batman story. Uh, there's a bunch of murders, and he's trying to figure out who did it. At the same time, Harvey Dent is becoming, mm-hmm. like, the top guy in, uh, you know, in the district attorney's office. And this is kind of Harvey Dent's origin story for Two-Face. It's just one of my... It's probably my favorite Batman comic. The The animated movie that they did was good. It's not great, but it's good. But I feel like if you had the right people behind a, a live-action version of it, Batman stories always lend themselves well to live-action movies. And I think this could be, like, the best one. It's dark. It's gritty. It's like a noir film. Um, I would really love it. Uh, Gotham yeah, by Gaslight Halloween. was almost on there. We should oh, probably look and too. see if maybe they could adapt that Batman story with the FaZe Clan. God, maybe that would be good Damn movie. it. Let's move on to Lindsay. Oh, you've ruined it. So... You've ruined it. I have wanted this one to happen, but it has been in production hell literally since 2001. Can I the guess? The Last Unicorn. Damn it. I was going to guess that one. 
That was my guess. And at this point, I don't think it would be the same as to what it could have been, but I still want to see it. Yeah, you've been talking about this for a while, and then Christopher Lee died, and you're like, well, that's over. <laughs> yeah, because it was one of his baby projects. He wanted to be King Haggard again, and it did not happen. But there's other people that had been involved that are still around. It could possibly still happen, but again, I'm not holding my breath at this point. Lindsay is watching the pig fly through the air, and she's going, it's still good. It's still good. <laughs> <laughs> is the pig screaming and on it's fire? Gone. Holy it's shit. Good. It's still good. Didn't, it's just a little airborne. Didn't uh, Last Unicorn have a guy in it named like Smeldrick or something? Schmendrick. That's racist. That was loud. That was loud. I mean, the, the writer of <laughs> yes. the book is Jewish, so he's being racist to himself. I'm not gonna touch it because I got a I've got a great white hype joke, but I'm not gonna make it because it makes me sound bad. Let's go back to Jesse. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, all right, my next one is gonna be Emperor's New Groove. Only if you Ooh. get David Spade. Uh, yeah, got to be David uh, you, Spade. You gotta get him and and the Goodman. Poison. You need both of them. Cusco. Outside of the obvious, those who are not with us anymore, bring back everybody from that movie. The problem yeah. is they're all too old, though. I mean, he's exactly to be like, just, like super young. Yeah, and Spade's not going to work for that. No. You're going to have to get somebody. You're going to have to get like Timothy Chalamet in there or something. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it. You sold me. <laughs> Fucking love Timothy Chalamet. Oh, the, the biggest thing is they have to get the chemistry down. Like yeah. which, they would okay, need I got to get you. the comedic chemistry. Without Goodman for Pete Davidson. Now we're good. Okay. <laughs> The two of them work great together. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Wait, did you say John? Did you say John Goodman? John, John Goodman, Goodman was in the Pacha. original movie. Yes. Yeah. Who, who was he in the movie? Pacha. Uh, who's yeah, Pacha? The, main, the big guy. Yeah. Oh, I, the he's, only he's the only the people I the, the only ones I can ever think of. Patrick Warburton. That's the only two I think of. Is Patrick Warburton and David Spade. The big guy on the evil side. Well, and honestly, Patrick Warburton might still be able to do that. Like he. I said on the evil side, not that he's evil. He's just on the bad guy side. Isma's side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How you describe her? Oh, terrifying beyond all recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Tanner. Uh, I'm gonna go back with uh, we're back, a dinosaur story. Ooh, oh, I forgot that about that film. Jesus Christ! Shut up, <laughs> have you not have you not seen enough Jurassic Park yet? Do you really need? Do you really want to get Hunter going again? Do you really want to yeah. do this right <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I love that movie. I want to watch on. it. Big old dinosaurs can come down in their roller skates and and can sing. Eat, eat sausages. How would you make a live action movie with a fucking dinosaur? You idiot. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. They do move in herds. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner, they already. I'm, I'm with you, Tanner. I, I I would be down to see this movie. I liked We're Back a whole lot. Yeah, that's. That I watched that one film my... a lot. I, I, don't I had it on VHS when it came out. I still have it. Hunter, let's say it at the same time. <laughs> I've, You've I've never, never seen, seen it. We're back. back. A dinosaur story. Now is that another DreamWorks movie? Uh, oh. no, that was um, no. I, I was, was gonna say that was Louise's group. I was gonna say that was Bluth, but I don't think that was Bluth either. Maybe from, it was Bluth. That was from Shitbox. As a Universal Pictures, and it might have been Bluth then. And to to stay uh, on, to it was stay not on the Bluth. same. To stay on the same uh, wavelength we were just on with Emperor's New Groove, Rex is voiced by 
John Goodman. John Goodman. <laughs> I'll always welcome more John Goodman. So That's absolutely. True. All right, let's go to Walter a- Cronkite. All right, yeah, you sold me. Well, he's dead though. <laughs> Jay yeah, Leno is in that movie too, though. Yeah. Uh, never well, mind. We're not yeah, doing it anymore. Martin Short. <laughs> he's it. a bad guy. If I wait, Martin right. Short. All right, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> he's a clown. Keep naming people. <laughs> Well, I know, uh, but who's he playing in the movie? <laughs> Utter, please, God, go. Oh, mine's going to be quick. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. That was literally <laughs> the next one on my <laughs> list. Um, speaking of great Batman stories, and that's one that is a legitimate Batman animated film. I mean, not that, that Long Halloween isn't, but if, you know, it's of the newer variety. The only animated one we had up until DC started doing that stuff uh, was this, was the, the Batman animated series film. It's a great story. Uh, only slightly marred by the fact that if you bought the toy, it was spoiled for you well in advance. Yup. Yup. Yeah. But it's 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 a great Batman story. It was a great film. I remember going to see this in the theaters and just in James like you know a nice little afternoon of watching episodes of the show that all connected. It was great. Um, as far as like, I, I think the only discussion to be had is is which uh, which Batman do you get for this of the ones that we've had? Assuming you're not going to do a new one. Um, oh, it's got to be Rob Pattinson now. I think he would be perfect for. Uh, see, I don't think one. so for that story. I he's think too he's too young. Said, he's too young, too brooding. Yeah, he would be great if they did Batman Year One. If yeah. they if they didn't uh, take the animated version of that and, and make it newer. Um, I mean, so I want to just say Conroy, right? But he's older. Um, he's, he's much too Affleck. old. And that was that was a lot of the reason that I didn't want to do like because I was thinking about that one earlier and what I was going to say a minute ago. Like, that's yeah. just one of those movies that like there was a lot of animated films that I wanted to put on the list just because I really liked them. But right. so much of like what makes them so good is like how it was animated and how it was done. Yeah. And like mask, the phantasm was just like, I, I don't want anybody to ever try to recreate or recapture anything from Batman, the animated series, because that whole thing is just, it's perfect as is. And I don't yes. want on my end, I'm just pulling anything that I like that was animated that hasn't already been moved that way. That's um, completely fair. Affleck would be, he'd be fine. I'd almost say you got to get somebody new, though. I think it needs to I be agree. somebody different. Um, it's got to be somebody I, like I in their like the, 40s. Somebody in like their early to mid 40s. And, and, and in their prime, too. Right. Like, really, of, of you know. Idris Elba. Like, like <laughs> Idris Elba is not in his 40s, dude. <laughs> I have terrible news for you. I love Idris Elba, but he is decidedly older than that. I would say I would, I would say somebody in their late thirties. Okay, John exactly Cena. I'm wrong. He is in his forties, but he's forty nine, and, and he'll be in a couple of months. Well, we got <laughs> we've got to hurry. Um, <laughs> hey, move on from me, please. My next pick is, and I'm going to put a lot of comic book movies on here because uh, I I love comic books. And I, I love the animated comic book films, but every time I watch one, I think to myself, I would love to see this in live action. Because to me, the best, like, I just, I love seeing them on, I love seeing comics on the big screen with, like, real people playing them. That's always been very cool to me. So my next pick is Justice League, The New Frontier. It's probably my favorite Justice League comic. Um, it's just, it, it brings all these characters together in kind of a retro style. Um I, I love the story, even though it's kind of centered on Green Lantern. I'll forgive that. I, I love the Wonder Woman stuff. I'm not a big Green Lantern fan. Wonder Woman's great. Well, Batman's great. Superman's great. It's just a really good story. I, I love it. Because wasn't uh, New Frontier? That's like the like them kind of all starting to work together, right? Like yes. they they're yeah. just forming the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. It's all I, old school. 
Because and that also had like that famous Batman line to uh, the Martian, the Martian Man, Man Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, right. I've like, got a <laughs> what is it? I've got a uh, like a, a block of kryptonite for the one from Metropolis. For you, all I need is a matchstick and uh, yeah, I forget yeah. exactly how it goes. Because he, he went through like three different contingency plans that he has for the group, and it's like for you, all I need is a book of matches. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's also got the part where Martian Manhunter is just watching t- like television in the middle of the night, and he just transforms in every character he sees, including like Bugs <laughs> yes. Bunny. Yes, that's just really good. And the part where Batman realizes that he looks too scary. So he changes his look because he doesn't want to scare kids. It's uh, it's just cool. And and Superman runs into Wonder Woman in a foreign country, murdering like, uh, she's like leading a revolution against. I forget which country it is. I don't want to get it wrong because I sound evil. But yeah, it's just good, top to bottom. It's a good story. I'd love to see it in live action. And there, but it's one of those things that they had a hard enough time getting the core members of the Justice League together. I can't imagine them getting like all of these different characters to to play together. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. But it's fantasy. Lindsay. Um No, it's your turn. I have to re I have to rethink a second because a couple of mine have already been taken again. Um I am going to go with a Coraline. But it has to be just as creepy, if not creepier. And it's like got I that- I want nightmares from this if was, they make a live action. Get, a, get like a, a non hack version of James Wan on this one. And the uh, the opening song goes Coraline, Coraline. <laughs> Sorry, because James Wan, like Sorry. he he's really good at like doing super creepy scenes and stuff. Since he doesn't have to have anything to do with the story on this, you know, maybe that that that, that, that might work. I don't like James Wan. I don't either. <laughs> but I about Jason Bloom. Oh, there you go. You also, get a also a hack. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, oh, when, you would at least have a budget. When they started, like, <laughs> fuck. Never mind. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, uh, we got to bring back Terry Hatcher, though, because I love Terry Hatcher. That's my yes. requirement. Yeah, yeah, no, I could agree with that 100%. Fantastic and everything. And I also really love Coraline. The button eyes always creep me out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's go well, on to I Jason. Like, I like Coraline, too, Shannon. I like Coraline mainly because it's a Neil Gaiman story. <laughs> and then Tanner, you'd be all night be singing Coraline. Anyway, Stop. Jesse, go ahead. All right. Uh, similarly, Should we maybe do the last two because it's like an hour and a half at this point. <laughs> We're only at an hour ten. This is the shortest show we've done in forever. Oh, it feels I, way longer. But okay. I'm fine. I'm fine with doing the last two together. I don't care. Either yeah. way, let's do the last two all together. Right. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Uh, my first one, Spirited Away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because right. I would also like to see like. It, it, technology is caught up now where I think they could do a lot of the visual effects in Spirited Away and make them super creepy and shit. Uh, and, I, and I would enjoy that a lot. Because that is a really, really good movie. And it has some like genuinely creepy shit in it. I mean, the stage production is kind of nightmare fuel. <laughs> there you go. Uh, see, I would like to see that with like a, a decent budget. Not like the a lot of the, the anime versions, that you, like the live action stuff that you see that look like somebody got an iPhone and like the, the cheapest, like... 3D animation program they could find. Jesse, you leave Death Note alone. <laughs> hey, no, Death Note was good. I was thinking of Full Metal. Oh, Full That's Metal right. was painful. Or, uh, yes, or 
Or that fucking... Uh, I liked Cowboy Bebop. I really liked it. I like, liked I, Cowboy I, Bebop. I, 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 just, I zoned out for two minutes and literally just said two words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just starting discourse at this point. Uh, I, was thinking, I still haven't seen Bebop. What, what's that other movie? They, uh, Bleach. Bleach also had a really shitty live action. Netflix. There's a I lot like, of them. That one. Yeah. Because there, there's a whole lot of the ones that are like made for the Japanese market that are live action versions of anime. Like Attack on Titan got a really shitty one. Yeah. Bleach What's got it? a really shitty one. That's, Dragon Ball. Well, that was for America. That was though. in America. Yeah, that and was an American one. That was it was super shitty. Uh, <laughs> I really liked the Death Note movie, but I have no attachment to the series. So fuck them. Yeah, I, I liked the series a whole lot. I still liked the the Netflix adaptation. Nice. I thought it was fine. All right, Willem Dafoe playing the fantastic the, the monster, perfect, perfect, perfect casting. Uh, yeah. All right, and my second one is going to be Titan A.E. Oh yeah. That's oh, Doctor. I still like that movie a whole lot. Like I know if I go back and watch it, I'm sure the effects are going to be ultra cheesy. Uh, but I loved that movie as a kid, and I would love to see it get like even updated, updated version with like better CG would still be awesome. Yeah, so I like the story a lot. Yeah, it was a cool one. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right, let's go to. I don't know. I was let's... waiting for Shannon to follow it up with the. I haven't seen that one. Well, <laughs> let me let you in a little secret, Jesse, about this particular one. I haven't seen this one. All right, let's go to Tanner. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, the first one, The Incredibles. They made that movie. Uh, it's the Justice League. It's the Fantastic Four. It's every comic book movie. <laughs> every comic book movie ever. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I mean, The Incredibles. Come on, that would be fun to watch. No, it's good. It's good. Ah, Shelby Chan does not look happy. <laughs> she she can't not, hear you. So it looks like she wants to be there. All right. Uh, and then, I just figured you guys would rather look at her. Well, that's true, but damn, way to put the pressure on her. Just tell her to put it. That's fine. Tanner, let's go. Uh, and then after that one, I'm going to take uh, Pal's Moving Castle since Jesse took Spirit of the Damn it. <laughs> oh, no. Lindsay has to pick a different Miyazaki film. I, I um, prefer I mean... Spirited Away, but give me Pal's Moving Castle. Princess Mononoke. <laughs> I, you no, know, I love that one. That was my first. Yeah, no. Howl how is the one Kiki's that I, I want. Service. I, I want, do love Kiki's Delivery I Service. I went to Kiki's Coffee uh, the other day in Anna. It was good. All right. Let's go to Double H. Coffee? It had to. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to do uh, Tangled. Okay. Yes. Uh -huh. I think that'd be fun. There's not a whole lot of special effects that got to be handled there. It shouldn't be too big a deal. Right. Yeah. Um, so that'd be that'd be kind of neat. Um, and then for my second one, uh, the all-time classic Osmosis Jones. No, oh, the fuck! Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> let's let's I'm also featuring Kid Rock. My last one is going to be Watershed Down. No, I'm kidding. No, oh, um, no. Oh, oh, oh. At least he didn't do Song of the <laughs> South. Many, many animals, many animals were harmed. Will be harmed in this film. Double Shelby. Um, I this is I guess this is kind of cheating, but my last one is going to be Pokemon. I am fully aware Detective Pikachu exists. That ain't a Pokemon. It's not the same movie. thing. That's yeah, you want the original Pokemon yeah. movie remade? I want I want Satoshi or Ash or whatever. I want Red, whatever you want to call him. Uh, I want trainers. I want them running around in the countryside and getting into okay. battles. Yeah, I'm down. That's I need I two. I need I need the actual like the Mewtwo Strikes Back. 
or whatever the, the first one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fine. We can redo that one. But then I also the need, one I I need a live action story of Red. Yeah, I need it. That's what I would. I do. mean, so just, bl- just blend the two. You. Just make it about him, but throw Mewtwo in as well. I'm like they did with Detective Pikachu. <laughs> right. Yeah. But again, I want it to be more about like the classic, like you know, trainers and battles and, and all that. With that said, I do want to mention that Detective Pikachu was one of my favorite. Look, it's a great. It movie. is really good. It's really it good. Is a lot of fun, but it just it was not what I was. Expected. I don't even want to say expecting. It just it wasn't necessarily what I what I wanted. <laughs> and I mean, they, I was they went into it saying, "Going, that's not what I want. <laughs> Give me what I want." <laughs> they went into it saying, like you know, that was that whole area where Pokemon were treated and like behaved completely differently than anywhere else on the like, in right. The world. Very different. And yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds was there. All right. Joining us live on the show now from next to Jesse, Shelby Chan's here with us. Hello. There's two of me. If only. <laughs> Shelby, um, <laughs> if, do you have a top five of your favorite animated films you would like to see converted to live action? Or just come up with one real quick. We can go if you want. We'll come back to you after Lindsay. How about that? Yeah, give me a minute. All right, you'll be the extra special guest. My two are going to be uh, Sailor Moon Super S because oh, oh you're going, you're going with with Super S the yes. Vadiana and the Dreams okay yes because there's so much of that movie you want to talk about uh, the creepiest shit in anime bonbon Lo- babies no no and when you say things like that it ruins my point that this is creepy uh, don't say bonbon babies again what I'm talking That's about <laughs> stop what I'm talking I'm about. God damn it. <laughs> so the very beginning of the movie starts in this this vaguely eastern village and you just hear this flute start playing and then you see this elf-like person just walking through the streets playing a flute and then behind him you start seeing more and more children with black eyes gathering and following him and then they just start singing this song about the 3 o'clock the 3 a.m. fairy who takes them away. Yes. And then it shows them on the ship as he's leading them away and they're all laughing and waving goodbye to their families who aren't there. They just think they're there. It's so creepy. It's legitimately one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. Uh, there's a part later where all the kids are stuffed into black coffins and they're draining the dream energy from them. It's legitimately fucked up, uh, especially for a yeah. Sailor Moon movie. So I It would- was the first Sailor Moon movie I saw and my first version of Sailor Moon in Japanese that I watched. Sailor Moon, you know, they, it gets a lot of shit for being weird and corny, and it is, but that legitimately, and like the movie itself has a lot of corny moments, obviously, but the villains in that movie were legitimately scary. The 3, a, the three o'clock fairy is like, I thought was legit creepy and my other one is because i ran out of ideas and i don't have any more i want to talk about so i put one on here for my friend chad uh the blue girl all right let's move on to damn it why i'm not gonna say anything else and by the way for for us here now do not look up the blue girl for those of you listening absolutely look up the blue girl do it at work all right Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) don't tell them that do you like tentacles kids all right Lindsay, go ahead Oh my goodness. Um, well, I was going to go with the Sailor Moon S movie because I like good. Luna's story. Also really good, yeah. Um, not as scary, though. Not as creepy. It's not It's not as scary. It's it's more folklore more yeah. than any, than the, the horror end of it. Um, and then I guess for my last one, I will go with Kiki's Delivery Service just because I love that Miyazaki film. And it would just be a nice little, like, slice of life magical story type thing and it could be cute yeah i would agree with that 
I'd be fine with that. Didn't Phil it Hartman is, do the voice of the cat in yeah, the uh, he original was Gigi. film? Yeah. And he, the... he passed before they were done, so they changed the American end of the film so that Gigi just doesn't really speak after that. Son and of they, that film is dedicated to him as far as the original like English dub. Hold like on, There's actually, a little thing at the beginning of it. The anime expert's about to talk seen, about this one. I actually have seen Kiki's Delivery. Yeah. Not only that, I can't reach it without some major movement here, but we own that one. It's like the only one that we own. <laughs> Sarah loves it. She saw it one time and was like, yep, this is, this is a movie. This I, is I a love movie. it. I'm keeping I it. love it so much. Oh, she would like Spirited Away then. Spirited Away. Oh yeah. Well, Amy is. I've heard that honestly. a lot, but we've just never, yeah. we've just never gotten around to, to doing it. Um, if you want to watch them, HBO I Max have now. most of them, or they're on HBO Max. Yes. Uh, I'll never yeah, forget when my mom found out I loved anime, and she, she got me an anime movie for Christmas. Shelby, do you know what anime my mom got me for Christmas? <laughs> no. It's a classic Shannon story. Mulan. Yes. <laughs> my, Matt's gonna do it for us tonight. My mom did not understand the assignment. All right, lastly, Shelby, who is joining us and does want to see my new cats. Um, yes. Shelby, what's your? Do you have do you have some animated films you'd like to turn into live action movies? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I actually forgot about watching this. The Ducktales movie. Uh, the I think it's Oh, with, Legend uh, of the Lamp. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's Treasure of the Lost Lamp or something like that. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump right in and say I'm real concerned about live action ducks. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, this hey, goes one Howard of two ways. Howard the Duck is delightful. <laughs> he is not. This goes one of two ways. This goes one of two ways. If you mean like people size, like like people as ducks, that no, that's nightmare fuel. But if you mean just putting real life ducks yes. with like little hats and yes. stuff and just letting them wander around Fuck the set, yes. I'm in. I will help fund it right now. Yes. I will start the petition. <laughs> it goes one of two ways, man. Also, the hold, one that, hold on. Hold on. Brave little poster because I did want nightmare. <laughs> All right, I'm in for that one once again. If they are real, real actual toaster. appliances yes. with googly eyes <laughs> glued to them, and they're no, the then, real characters. Somebody, the somebody call Krista. Frightening power. Krista is number one with the uh, with the googly, googly eyes. eyes. Googly eyes. I can't. I have a bag of googly eyes at the moment for the next little Pokemon thingies I'm making. Get you a girl that gives you googly, googly eyes. eyes. <laughs> all right i think that's gonna do it for us is that gonna do it for us <laughs> yeah that seems like a good place yes to uh, so if there's anything you guys could take away from this it's that uh, stay tuned for hunters uh gofundme for the ducktales live action film starring <laughs> real ducks starring actual ducks actual ducks <laughs> that little will not be hard in the making of this film <laughs> And if you're not Ooh. doing if you're not doing anything this weekend make sure you go online and search for the blue girl all right Aaron, so this is why you're not invited to the set <laughs> oh, Tanner! No, Tanner's one of the Beagle Boys. Look at him. that boy a striped shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm eating the fucking ducks. Fuck them. <laughs> for for much time. You guys have a good night, Shelby. Take us out. Not the duckies! <laughs> hey, Jim. Hey, Jim.